Good morning, beautiful people, lovely souls out there. This morning, I want to talk a little bit about possessions, our possessions, and how sometimes we cling to the material world so strongly in our lives, uh, which is is neither a good nor a bad thing. Um, it's all part of the the process of learning, right? So yeah, it's a uh, Saturday morning, beautiful morning out here. I'm at Westwood Park. I actually drove my car around here today, um, which uh, is what kind of sparked the, the idea for the topic. Possessions, right? So let me take you guys on a little story. Um, I currently drive a BMW GT 550i, twin turbo, all leather, wood grain, you know, all the little bells and whistles and things. And um, people a lot of times hear me preach and say, especially people that work with me, you know, about not putting your money on things like this and not, you know, especially in the beginning. So um, not worrying about the possessions and the brands and the, and the flash and the, the bling and so on and so forth. Um, at the very least, not worrying about it, not making it a center focus of your attention. Um, teach is on, right? Some people, that is the definition of success and, you know, of, of, of being happy is having some material items they want. Um, I can definitely say for myself, that was a, a large part of my life. Um, you know, having these material things and then getting them myself. Um, and the biggest reason I say it's neither a good nor a bad thing, because as we all say, it's a journey, it's a progress, it's a process. The life universe has a lot of things to teach us. For me, once I had all the things I thought I wanted, my own spot, downtown, a loft, a car, money to buy back then, weed and alcohol and party stuff and whatever else I needed, um, I thought I'd be happy. You know, and, and, and it couldn't be possibly further from the truth. I think, I think Jim Carrey or, or one of the, one of the great actors that, that actually speak motivational stuff said it as well, just like this. They said that I wish every single person could go get their wildest dreams as far as finances and, and money and, and success can go get them immediately. Go get them as fast as possible. Because the faster they do, the faster they realize that that's not what they were actually searching for. That that's not the happiness. So yeah, for me in this BMW, um, five years ago I came to LA uh, with my ex-wife now, and after a couple weeks, um, you know, we had our issues and, and she left, and I was kind of left stranded and homeless, uh, living out of a minivan in LA, and I didn't know anybody. I had one person that you know we met on the East Coast that I was selling hair to. Um, that I, you know, somewhat, if not trusted, wanted to trust because he's the only person I knew. So when my ex-wife left, I started, you know, sharing with this guy about it. And I was working with him in a store and things like that as well. Um, and this is like, there's good people, there's bad people, whatever. I don't like to, you know, distinguish too much between that. I think it's actions, right? And the actions he was making back then are just not aligned with what I was looking for in my life or what I was moving into in my life. Definitely a lot of my past was about it. I mean, everything from, you know, stolen cars to CPN numbers and second social security numbers to bank fraud, check fraud, wire fraud, to frauding their hair clients to everything. Um, and I, you know, kind of got mixed in that quickly. So fast forward a little bit without going into all the details of this story. Um, eventually it came to a point where he needed a new car for his family, but he didn't for some reason have the credit or something he needed. So at this point in my life, I was, I was basically depressed. I was drinking every day, but I was working every day. Um, I remember he drug me down to CarMax on a day I was hungover and feeling particularly vulnerable and weak and, and just missing my ex. And somehow, I don't even remember the whole way, like somehow I ended up signing the paperwork there. Mind you, I've never bought a car, never bought anything big in my name, so I didn't even think that they would, 
you know, approve me or whatever the process goes. Um, but they did. And it got down to the end. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, if he's going to pay me, it's just my name. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, so I bought the car for him. Um, yeah, in my name, down payment, everything. A month later, he kind of started going ghost, hiding, hiding the car, not answering the calls and not paying the car note. So the next month ensues a, a huge chase and fight and argument. We having to find him and, and eventually confront him in front of his whole family and, and get the keys back and get my car back. And then once I thought <clears throat> I had done what I needed to do, I all of a sudden had close to a thousand dollar car note with insurance per month in a new city, Los Angeles, where I'm barely able to make it, don't even have a home at this point. Um, and I, I don't know how to survive. I don't know how I'm going to pay everything. So, and I tell a lot of people this also, that, that big expense you don't want to make. A lot of times, especially as entrepreneurs, when we overextend ourselves a little bit and we're put in a position where we have to make ends meet, otherwise, you know, we'll have large consequences, uh, we level up and we make it happen. And I did. I'm not going to say that I would choose to do this route again, uh, but definitely um, the next months, you know, following that, started making more money, started doing better. I started noticing how people in L.A., or respond to me in a, in, a, in a BMW GT, you know, new looking car uh, versus me, you know, sitting at the mall, popping open my minivan trunk. And, you know, once again, it taught me like the, the power of money and material materialism in the society we live in. Um, I guess it's, it's kind of a facade of power, right? And unfortunately, so much of our generation, generations in front of us, and even some of them before us, um, get kind of seduced into to following that lifestyle in those those ways and and i'm not one that, that missed it you know i definitely myself uh get seduced into it in the past and sometimes still do um however it did teach me a big lesson in, in the fact of so many ways one that you know i can overexcel myself this much and still make it work <clears throat> two that um especially in vulnerable moments i have to be really careful with my energy and who i trust and put myself around um, three, the point I'm at now, I don't even drive anymore. I haven't been in this car in a couple of months. Um, I realize how little we actually need all these things we hold on to. In the past, I used to be so nervous about my car and always wanted it to be perfect. And I couldn't do anything unless my car was running. Um, and now, you know, living in LA, I guess it's easier, but I'm able to get around to everything I need to do still, even without my vehicle, or if I didn't have my vehicle. Um, but the point is this, um, I recently even bought a pair of Balenciaga $1,400 shoes. Uh, and I had to really struggle with myself to make that decision. But I did want to have, you know, one outfit that kind of fit and aligned with all these, like, Instagram influencers and things that I'm meeting that are coming into my showroom. Uh, you know, just to kind of be on that kind of vibe. And I did feel bad about it a little bit. Um, but I knew I was following Universal Energy when I when I got home. And all of a sudden, the exact amount for the shoes was kind of given right back to me for free um in various ways so and once again showed me like you know like hey rocky you're not the type of person that's going to go buy this stuff every weekend you're not the type of person that's buying new cars and, and and bling and stuff like that and just trying to look like you got it i actually like spending my money on experiences people family business growth um and fun you know i, I will you know, go out to a really nice dinner and take friends out and and cover a large bill because I enjoy that. I enjoy the experience in the company. Um, but the material world, right? Like chasing to own these things and cars and, and certain watches and certain shoes. Um, I think for entrepreneur lifestyles, 
we can have all that, right? Like we're going to eventually make the money, especially when we're entrepreneurs, we're hustling, we're, we're dedicated, we're focused, no matter what the product or service is. Um, but if your end goal, you know, are, are, is money and, and those material things in mind, it, it's sad, right? Because you'll get it. You will, especially with, with the entrepreneur mindset with hustle and heart and dedication, you'll get it. But it won't be enough when you do get it and you won't appreciate it when you do have it. And, you know, they say like, if you're not happy, while you're working, you know, to make the money to earn for a trip, then you go on that trip, you're not going to be really happy. You know, you're going to be, you're going to find other ways to say, oh, I'm not here long enough or oh, this or oh, that. Um, and that begins a, a dangerous pattern. Uh, for me, when I got to the point a year or so ago, when I was quote unquote successful money wise, and I was still miserable, it scared me. I was like, oh, shit. I can do everything I thought I needed to do, make all this money and look like success but still be sad inside, that's terrifying. That's terrifying for me, for myself and for anybody. And that's when I think I really started to snap and realize, you know what, like, I need to work on the stuff inside of me. I need to work on um, connection to the universe and to nature and to people and to humans and to make my end goals in mind of service and, and delivering value. And what my nature is, is letting people around me have a good time. And that doesn't necessarily coincide with just having a lot of money. You know, um, these days, monies and, and materials are, are important. All of us, we survive on them and we thrive with them. Um, but they're definitely not the, the solve all problems. When I have people working for me that, you know, are constantly, that are getting paid, you know, to, to work from home two, three, four thousand dollars a month. Um, you know, it's 20 to 30, 40,000 plus a year. Um, and their money habits are still at a place where they're not able to level up ever. Um, that's scary to me, you know, because you can work your ass off and have a successful business, but you can't manage your money and and place your sights on deeper and larger picture things. Um, it's like you'll always be in a rat race chasing what what's the next coolest, what's the next best, what's the next flashy thing. And I, I'm blessed that I was able to go through it, to, to even have my family show me a lot of it. And then to come on the other side and realize, like, you know, all this stuff isn't really necessary. Now, when I bought those pair of shoes, like I've worn maybe three or four times. It was almost like an investment. And then it, it did make me feel like, you know what, Rock? Like, you worked your butt off. You want to have an outfit that, that you know, is, is nice and it, it looks good. And it's, it's branded and it looks, you know, cool or flashy to the to the modern, you know, influencer on Instagram. Uh, and you can do that. And I did it. Now, I've been working with Instagram influencers and been in L.A. for five years now. And I don't even think I've been shopping beyond like Banana Republic and spent a couple hundred bucks on some new clothes in the last four or five years. Even my parents came out and bought me some clothes sometimes, which, sorry, guys, I don't even wear or fit me anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, the, the BMW story for me is a big one, one that I'll share continuously in life. Um, there's so many just random lessons on it i could just be mad at that guy that that you know did that and frauded me and kind of screwed me over um but how could i look at the blessings that came and the lessons i've learned since then even though when it happened i was like man worst position ever out here homeless alone getting taken advantage of getting cars bought in my name you know getting money stolen it got me to where i am just like getting robbed getting you know played with sexually getting abused getting sent to boot camps getting almost killed getting locked up sent to prison uh brought me to where i am now and i'm sharing this now because everyone doesn't learn like me right like me i have to 
go through it. And other people um, who, in my opinion, are a lot smarter, uh, you know, uh, can learn through the experience and, and strength and knowledge and hope and, and words of others. And, and that's why I do this. There are some people out there that are, you know, confused or, or worried or are even thinking along these same topics and not sure because you're in a family or environment where they tell you to, you know, push it for the money to, to, to get this, to get that, to make sure you have the new kicks or make sure you have the new whips. Um, ignore it you know it's not real it, it really truly is a facade people aren't gonna people only temporarily like you quote-unquote better for money and when you have it and really it'll harbor a lot more different and and conflicting feelings within both them and you when when the relationship is based on that um see that's my little two cents y'all um like I said, I was in my car this morning and thought about it. Wanted to play tennis today, but both my walls are taken by an old doubles couple and a young Asian couple. So I hit on the little mini wall and uh, came and decided to rap with you guys for a second. Thank you for listening in. If you made it this far, bless you. I appreciate you listening to me rambling <laughs> on my phone in the mornings. Um, and I would love, love, love if any of you out there have any topics you want to discuss or talk about. Or just come hop on and, and vibe with me for a little bit and, uh, you know, share your your knowledge and, and your experience and, and what you've been through uh, with the people that listen in. If not, you know, like, subscribe, share this for someone else who might find value in it um, and buy me a coffee. And as always, the one rule is if you live in L.A., I do not accept digital coffees. Meet me at a coffee shop and let's say what's up. Peace, love, and blessings to you all. Have a beautiful rest of your weekend and week ahead, wherever you are in life, wherever you are in the world. I love you. I respect you. Um, you're a crucial part of every beautiful thing that's happening for us now and in the future. Take care of yourself. Be blessed. And reach out to people with like minds. Peace, guys.